swords with handle art to spar trolls and charge tolls to cross roads where bandits are. Catacombs and giant doors protect the chests and stores and legendary items with the dragon bones and iron It's ore. a grand theft of Elder Scrolls, Simon's quest with Toe and Earl, rocket shoes to every crew, Easter eggs and gaming news. The POTUS need some bad dudes to crash a crew like Bandicoot. All shit and gaming and glitch control issues. Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is A Dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Head on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod. We got some gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure. And hop on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle AMC. How you handle in life? Uh, I've been life has been interesting. I've been I've been good, but but I got I got kids. They do. <laughs> yeah. So this week was uh, I mean it started off all right. Naomi's just been in general. She's been waking up a little bit earlier. It's just it's just dad life. Yeah, deal with that shit. But uh, she went in had a checkup, doctor as usual. Highly recommends getting the flu vaccine, or, or not even like just yeah the flu shot. And we always like just passed on it. We're like ah she's she's too young, whatever. And then well at least with Theo we always passed on it. Um, but now that Theo's in preschool and he's a lot more exposed because he was just at home all the time, we're like all right we're gonna get Theo the flu shot, so we might as well get Naomi the flu shot. So the both the kids get the flu shots. That's already <laughs> a, a a trial within itself to get that yeah. that that process done. You, you then, gotta hold the little animals down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, and I it, always get scared about that with little kids, like all that flailing and squirming. It's like you're gonna break a needle off of your arm, dude. I know. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. The doctors figure it out, but yeah. Um, so they get the shot. Theo's fine, but Naomi, she starts running a little bit of a fever. Yeah, of course. And that's now turned into a three to four day fever. And <laughs> so just so not only is she waking up early, but she's just been, you know, just complete cuddly, clinging, mm-hmm. doesn't ever want to be put down. She was like, you know, just not really in the mood to like do baby stuff. Like she just wants to be, you know, held and comforted. So that's that's been its own like thing in itself. So yeah, it's been a lot of uh been a lot of, you know supporting naomi through through this tough trial but hopefully by the time she's done with it she'll be immune to the flu for at least for a few months and then uh she'll be better off for it yes but a dub how has your week been uh i mean comparatively it's <laughs> like, like i've done nothing at all of course we had that short week thanks to the holiday yes. uh, got the got the 1099s at work done or at least the most of them so hopefully I don't hear. Yeah, hopefully, I don't hear back from anybody talking about. Oh, this is the wrong amount, or you know, people, you know, like, oh, you didn't ten ninety nine. It's like, well, you didn't send me a W nine when I emailed you, son of a bitch. But you know, un- enough of the professional talk. Uh, just chilling, trying to build up the motivation to like get back into a, a regular routine. I know I was, I was kind of getting it together last month, 
but you know, holidays, Christmas, time off, all that stuff, got lazy. And it's kind of carried over into this new year. Haven't worked out in a bit, but going to get back on track, get things back together. And that's about that. Well, how about gaming, A-Dub? I know, you, I know you've been playing a lot lately, at least getting yeah. in your time. So what you've been yeah. playing? I, uh, man, it's I, I need to get it under control, but it's so blissful and fulfilling to just have <laughs> all the gaming time in the world and just sitting down, knocking stuff out. I mean, last month, or not last month, but a few weeks ago, finished off Cyberpunk, was very pleased with that. That was a two-year journey, almost 200 hours, two save files, eventually got it done, ready for Phantom Liberty. Continuing the trend along, I... Went back to Biomutant. I was doing the same thing there that I was doing with Cyberpunk, where I was tackling all the side content and, you know, just licking the outer edges of the plate before I finished my stake. But then eventually I was like, I'm going to just finish this stake and come back, put the rest of this shit in the fridge and come back to it later. So saw that I only had a few main missions left in the in the story. So went ahead and just mainline that. Of course, all the missions have multiple parts. So it's like, ah, you got this part, but we have this problem. And now we need this thing. And you need to go over here to get it. Go and get that. Ah, you got that. Now we need some ammunition. You got to go over <laughs> here to get that. It's like, oh, okay, I got that. All right, now you need something to distract the enemy. You need to go over here. You need to go get that. Got that. Got the last vehicle. Immediately went into the the final world eater conflict and you know it was rough getting batted around getting thrown around underwater never never played underwater in that game so it was kind of interesting having that functionality but you know eventually learned the boss's pattern learned its areas of effect made it work finished that world eater off saved the tree of life then went on to the final conflict finished that off rolled the credits file mutant is done yeah so it's you know it's not the most polished or you know well executed game but it has a healthy amount of content the gameplay mechanics are competent i feel like it could be it could have more depth and if they just dialed up the presentation made the animations and the combat really airtight then games like this would just rise up on the charts but for what it was it was a fun experience very endearing and charming um, looking forward to a sequel and yeah the ps5 upgrade you really notice it game looks stunning i'm just marveling at the visual effects and the visual quality wishing it was a little more polished a little tighter but overall thq nordic good job enjoyed it uh other people like if you're unless you're on a triple a AAA diet or you're just stuck up about every goddamn thing with games and nitpicking for nitpicking sake then maybe you don't want to get in the bob. But if you're somebody who just enjoys solid content rich games, then Bob Mutant, while it's on the lower end of the spectrum, is still on the spectrum. Maybe give it a shot one of these days. Uh finished that off, decided, hey, I only have to do one racing series for Gran Turismo 7 before I can call that finished. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to get it done with this free time I have this morning. And speaking of this morning, I mean this morning, before I recorded the show, knocked out Gran Turismo 7-2. Took on those five races. I squeezed a little more power and performance out of my out of my Audi, my R8. And yeah, it, it wasn't pretty by any means, but I locked up 
four out of five first places in the series, which was enough to give me the enough points for first place where all I had to do was finish the second race, which is pretty much all I did. <laughs> I almost had fourth. I got fifth. But yeah, I had all the cushion I needed to just finish that. So finish the last series, finish the last menu in Gran Turismo, rolled the credits. That game is now done. Uh, yeah, got some extra cars, unlocked extra menus, unlocked the ability to sell my cars at the used car dealership and, you know, just, you know, digging into that that in-game content, that post-game content. Now, you know, I don't have to feel like I need to keep coming back to it, but I'm also prepared for Forza Motorsport 8, and then I can do my comparison. Overall, I absolutely love Gran Turismo 7. I think it's the best one that's been made. It's the best driving game that's out there that I know of. Who knows? Maybe somebody's into F1 or, or rally racing or something, and that's your favorite more power to you. For me, Gran Turismo 7 is sitting firmly at the number one spot, followed closely behind by Forza Horizon 5. However, um, I have high hopes for Forza Motorsport 8. Hopefully, Microsoft gives us some information on that pretty soon. So, I have my Biomutant, my GT7 completions. Those are on twitch.tv slash control issues pod. You can check those out. Let me know. Let me know what you think of what I'm doing with my life. But now that I've done that, I've also gone back and I feel like it's time for me to properly play Animal Mutationum. I started that game several months ago, back when the game came out. I was very interested in it, got it day one. I absolutely love the the art style, the visuals, the presentation. And, but I never really got into the meat of the game, which I plan on doing now and playing it through to completion. So the beginning of that is also on twitch.tv slash control issues pod. So check that out as well. AMC, what have you been playing? Uh, two games, but I'm going to discuss one. Um, the one that I'm going to skip over. Played a little bit of Kirby, um, girlfriend game, had fun there. You know, just kind of like pushing through that. We have a feel for it. You you beat a level, you unlock a couple of challenges, which you can choose to or not, to do or not do. We end up doing them. They're pretty, it'll be like one star. It's supposed to be easy. And it's just like, you're, you're trying over and over again, passing the sticks back and forth, trying to get through the challenge. And it's a, it's a time challenge. We got to beat it under a certain amount of time. And it's just a lot of platforming and, and enemy, enemy battling to get get to that final part and it's it's definitely like a science like you jump here you got to hit this while you're jumping blah blah, blah oh, wow. to like to like really get like the the most bang out of your time so it's a it's fun um and then the the levels the, the way they're constructed they're like little mini worlds and they're they're fun in themselves and they have a lot of hidden challenges within them and so we we try to do not try we actually end up doing all that so it's it's a great game that we're going to complete like to the fullest a dub yes. and the one that i've been putting the most time into that being overwatch two, 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 two. <laughs> putting so much time in overwatch um i just it, it continues to be the game of all games that i just love playing more than anything else um mm -hmm. been still focusing on mercy so this is now like week two of the, the full-fledged just all-out mercy drive <laughs> to just like like try to squeeze as much out of that character as possible to really like learn everything that there is and what i love about mercy is that um you know it's a, it's a different it's a different perspective of how to approach a character or how to approach like a like a skirmish and or these interactions and the map itself because it's you know when you're initially playing as mercy 
your goal is kind of just sit there, heal people, boost people, and you're just trying not to die. We don't really like know what you're doing. And then as you get more skill, at least as I've felt like I've gotten more skill at Mercy, then it's you've gotten more skill. Yeah, it's now like learning the map and knowing all like the different cover points, um, all my exits, um, knowing where the enemies are. So just having situation awareness of all the enemies. Like it's it's funny how often like I'll be dead and people will be like like heal me and it's like you have no support characters there and so it's like clearly like they're not paying attention to who's actually with them like they're they're just fighting by themselves and they're wondering why they're getting their asses whooped and so like with mercy i don't have that option because my job is literally just trying to see who has the hot hand to boost them who needs help to get over to them and then where are all my vulnerable points because there's always a reaper or a tracer trying to come up from the side or from the back and so i gotta have my my escape route like in play to at least like either to get them to chase me or what i like to do is to get them to chase me into the into like into the group so that Mm -hmm. they're coming to take me out they're now in the middle of the squad and they're gonna sacrifice themselves in the process but ideally it's the the boost and then the the pop-up hold on i gotta pause real quick yeah so the boost and the pop-up once i'm in the air i've noticed that once i'm there and i have their attention to at least trying to take me down as i'm floating then they typically either get taken out or they just give up as i'm floating through the air so it's it's, yeah. it's a kind of nice uh addition that they put with mercy for her escapes yeah um, she's damn near impossible to hit when she's up there yeah it's great it's uh and like you can drop it anytime so it's like you're floating if somebody sees you you drop real quick and then you and it's only a two second cooldown on that you know yeah. fly to the homies so it's it's pretty quick that you can just like work your way around the map to get out of uh you know a, a hairy situation or get uh, over and provide that support yes and then so the other thing that i've been now this has been the goal to take me to another level is you know I was trying to focus on not dying and I've done that pretty well. And then I was mentioning to you that I got a, a trophy for getting five resurrects without dying. And so now it's like, how many, how many, actually, how many resurrects can I get like, without, uh... dying, without going down? So now I've been really focusing on that because it's like, like I look at like how many deaths our team will have. And, I, and then I look at how many resurrects and it's like, okay, so I negated like about like half of the team's deaths or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And so that's like that's now the, the game within the game with uh for mercy is like how 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 efficient can I be with like getting people back into the game while also you know doing everything else like boosting and amplifying and healing and all that good stuff. So it's been fun. Her her um like one of the things I was like reading and it's like I guess it's different for every character maybe, but the way she really boosts her ultimate is by you know healing and amplifying damage. And so I've been really like that's like another thing like as we discussed last week and you had mentioned about like the mercy that was you know pistol whipping and shooting <laughs> rather than doing mm-hmm. their job and it's, kills Get out yeah and it's like it's to the disservice of mercy because like as you're healing like i was looking and that percentage thing just starts like you know like shooting up pretty fast and so like i'm i'm now now that i've focused on that after reading that i'm getting ultimates a lot more often and then once i get the ultimate you know it's fly to the air healing the entire team or boosting mm-hmm. the entire team and you're just you're just managing like the um the, the tide of the as the tide turns of, of, of the battle and so it's um it's been a lot um to like focus on but as i bring in like each piece to like what makes her like shine it's like you know it's just making her a more complete character and so yeah it's uh it's been awesome the deep dive into mercy has been 
one of the great like uh runs that I've had with uh Overwatch and I'm I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, I know you've been yeah. running um who you've been focusing on lately. I know you've been running Arissa, you were doing a little bit of Junker Rat uh Junker Rat uh Junker Queen last week, right? Yeah, I was doing Junker Queen. Really just I I just can't get to that next level with her where it's like, okay, this is a Junker Queen situation. Like for that, I'm at a place with Sigma and Orissa where it's like, all right, they, they're all shooting. Let me cut down on their bullets, pick off the squishies, bring out the Sigma. Just throw that shield out. Oh, they got a Widowmaker and a Hanzo. Oh, they're both up on the same level. Well, let me just, and that's the new thing with Sigma. I, instead of using the shield to defend the whole team, if I see a, a problem or a particular character that's performing exceptionally well on the other team, I'll focus on diminishing their performance. So if the snipers are just killing it, I'm putting that shield right on the snipers. It's like, all right, you got to get off of that. You got to get off of that balcony and go somewhere else where either somebody can get you, or you're just spending so much time traveling from place to place that you're, you're just not producing. Or if you got that bastion, put the shield right on them, throw the rock at them through the shield, run up on him by the time he does the the machine gun turret and chews through the shield i've already got his health down halfway mm. absor- absorb his shots with my with my personal shield and then just keep plugging away at him dead and then you you just taking people off the board with orissa it's like all right if you got your your symmetras and your moras then i, I I'm going to need an extra gun because the beams and all that kind of damage goes through Sigma Shield, not very effective against them. Chunker Queen, she'll run right through it. Brigida, she'll run right through it, run around it, and just tear you apart. Ramatra, forget about it. So it's like, all right, bring out the extra gun, bring out the Orisa, and they just they can't handle the machine gun. <laughs> they can't handle the javelin. Like with Orisa, I'm, I'm starting to focus on pushing people off of the map. So in certain maps, it'll be like, okay, I know that I can get here, remain offensive, and then if they cross my line of sight, I can come out with a javelin and push them right on. And that, that's that been effective. So get the quick, easy kills instead of having people chewing on on opposing enemies for several seconds. It's just like one, two, gone. Oh, two of you. One, two, gone. <laughs> just bye. And then uh, my new shit with Sigma is... Like sometimes the little squishies will get bold and try to come take me out real fast because Sigma, he only has that one weapon. It has a certain effective range unless you're exactly on target, which is pretty close up tough. I mean, up close with a small, fast moving target. So they'll come up and they'll try to like cut me down. I'll put the shield right in front of me and then I'll just circle straight inside of the shield oh, so it's yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> like in and so, out kind of <laughs> yeah just, just round and round like we're going in a circle but like my shots are hitting you and your shots are getting caught in the shield <laughs> so you think you're doing something and you're where you need to be when really you're 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 trapped in here with me <laughs> yeah so yeah doing that uh like i haven't even i haven't even been pulling out either it hasn't been necessary i can use if i can't finish a match as Sigma, I can always turn it around with Orissa. I'm still working Ash on the attack side, just a little bit at a time. I'm thinking I'll, I'll pepper in some Echo as well. Uh, Want to get some Doomfist going? I, I'm liking his play style, but I just haven't figured out his defense all that well, so I'm dying a little quicker than I want to. But that 
that rocket punch mm. is such good crowd control. Like it's for that, it's not it's not about damage for me. It's like, oh, a junk rat's in my face. Let me knock him halfway down the street and <laughs> put put my arms up to defend, back away, get healing, do the do the the jumping slam. Get the electricity, hit him in the back a couple times, rocket punch out of there, using the rocket punch for mobility as well. So you got some options there. And yeah, it's overall just Overwatch continues to provide hours upon hours of entertainment. You know, I'm I'm approaching like level 135 with the battle pass, trying to get that that Damon title, oh, running damn. with that philosopher. Damn. Got the Argonaut on deck. AMC, you got philosopher too. What you talking I, about? Yeah, hey, I got philosopher. <laughs> oh yeah, I want that Damon. I want to get to that Damon, that Demi that, guy, that Damon. If I can get Demi God, I'll be happy. Yeah. I, I could settle for Damon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, just uh, having a blast. Man. I was gonna say that Sigma game. I mean, there's that. Oh, 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 forever. We'll just put it up there as something to always remember is that time you took down the entire team. <laughs> oh, man. Got my ultimate. Got four of them in it. And Sigma's ultimate, when they slam them to the ground, it takes 50% of their health. So one person was already under 50. I, I hit somebody else and just, you know, buttered them up a little bit. They hit the ground. And then I start just throwing attacks into the group. It is just like, so hit the ground, elimination. Start throwing double kill throw another one triple kill another one quadruple kill and that's the <laughs> other the enemy that i missed kept caught him running up the street it got got that team kills it's like i just murdered your whole team yeah. by myself it was i mean not really by myself but you know what i mean just yeah yeah it's just that, like you're, you were getting those, you're getting those shots the final kill <laughs> those, those, final those finishers <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i even i even popped a trophy for sigma in one game you were you were in that one too where i got three eliminations with his ultimate was, yeah yes. <laughs> yeah uh, uh how do you do you is there for that boulder toss is it like a situational thing or do you kind of just throw it in every now and then like how's that how's that well, the, like in this grand scheme of his attacks it's a bit of both like if i'm up against the tank i'm going to be throwing the boulder as much as possible just to get that that knockdown and that free on target shot yeah break just, up their, their action break up their actions like if there's a group i'll just throw a boulder in the general direction hoping i hit something mm. you know so if somebody goes down it's, it has a pretty wide, like, uh, like a riot attack range. Yeah, and I believe it has a small area of effect, too. So even if I miss, if they're close enough to it, they'll still take a little bit of chip damage. Mm, okay. So that's worth it. But, yeah, the boulder knocks them down. The boulder also interrupts certain ultimates. Damn. So, like, if so like if Reaper's telling you to die, I can be like, not, to, <laughs> be like, not today. Lay down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like if if the other Sigma gets me in the air and I hit him with the boulder in midair, it stops his ultimate. Same thing with uh with Moira. And like Orissa has the same flexibility with the javelin throw. So it's yeah, it's it's awesome. I like that part of the game. Just anything where I can learn the different ways where I can nullify an enemy's attack or just completely take away one of their strengths. Mm, then yeah. that's that's the kind of shit that I'm about and that's what I know how to do. That's what I know how to do with pretty much I won't say all of my characters but like the tanks and the the characters that can negate damage like Diva, I'll just eat your ultimate, put a shield right on you. Mm -hmm. Like um 
Like, yeah, with, with Sigma, if McCree's trying to tell you what time it is, just put the shield right on him. <laughs> Run up on him and just keep that personal shield right in his face. Yeah. Eat those or get Arissa and do the javelin or, you know, the spin or the throws. It's anything to anything that can move, block, or interrupt or negate any enemy's attacks. That's the kind of person I am. Like, sure, I'll light your ass up <laughs> and just shoot you in the face a few times. But I like to just take things away from the enemies. Like, nope, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, all my homies just bucking, <laughs> going nuts and getting amplified, getting healed, just getting taken care of by the team while I'm just taking away. It's, I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, well, let's get into these topics of the week. Top, topics, topics of the, of the week. week. Well, one quick second. Yes. In, Cur- in Kirby. Yes. Have you turned into the car? Yes. Yeah. The the car is one of the uh so it's it's the mouthful mode. That's where you get to turn into the uh, object. So the car is, I believe, like one of the first ones that you get, like when you get to test it out. And the car is great. It like it's a little like it's you're drifting a little bit, so you gotta have you gotta have pretty good control with the car. But it has like a um, like a, a turbo ram, so that's like, mm. like you break through like the barriers, might find like a hidden a hidden passway, or you might um that's also how you attack is with that ram. And it's it's awesome. There's like a lot of the levels are geared towards whatever that mouthful object is. So with the car, there was like a bunch of jumps, there was like a course on it. So you have to do all that. It's um it's awesome, like how they thought of not only like how they could just have these other objects outside of the hats that you can take on the properties of, but then how they could, you know, create the course around that object. And so, yeah, it's, it's fun. Whenever you get one, you're pretty excited to see like what they have in store for that thing. It's always a good time. So what you got, A-Dub, we got, uh, this is our back, this is our, technically our first, like, real, like, show of the year, because we had that most anticipated, where we discussed the games that we were looking forward to, and so now we got the news of 2023, and yes. some of it's good, some of it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So I'll let, you, I'll let you decide where we're going to lead off, A-Dub. Well, I'm going to start with the good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the extra, just a little something extra for the people who decided to jump in and take part. We got Callisto Protocol news. Nice. This is for all y'all that enjoyed yourselves. Game now has a new game plus and a number of fixes. So yeah, Striking Distance, they shared the patch notes on Reddit. They're finally going to allow players to jump back into the horrors of Callisto Protocol after they roll the credits, they're going to have their weapons, their upgrades, and their cash. On top of that, there have been some other fixes. It's, you know, general performance optimization. They're going to say players no longer take damage when vaulting over objects. Apparently, that was a thing. Never happened to me, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's going to be voice leveling and subtitle mismatch adjustments and more stuff. You can go to Reddit or probably go to the developer's website if you want to check in, see what they're doing to make the, the cool experience even cooler. So yeah, Coastal Protocol, I'm about halfway through it. Looking forward to getting back in it, knocking it off the list as well. Um, new Game Plus is going to be very useful. Dead Space had a New Game Plus, and that was very entertaining to me because number one, I greatly enjoyed the game, but number two, just coming back, having like all your suits and 
all your inventory and all your guns was dope and continuing to to get your upgrade points and continue to upgrade those was a very welcome part of that game. So Callisto, I've I decided with Callisto that I was only gonna focus on like the melee weapon, the the support weapon where I can grab stuff, and then maybe one firearm. So I almost have all three of those fully upgraded. I have another sh I have a shotgun and I think I think I have two shotguns and there's another weapon and I can't really remember at the moment but you know basically with the new game plus I'm going to be able to take the stuff that I already have which is going to make the beginning of the game much easier I'm going to have my credits so I can already start upgrading stuff that I collected in my original run and mm -hmm. I have my upgrades I imagine I'm going to have my expanded inventory so there's going to be items that I'm not going to have to leave behind in the beginning of the game like I did on the first run so you know it's just another way to enjoy something that you already enjoyed so AMC how does this news make you feel? I know you don't have Callisto, probably never going to get Callisto, but I still want to know your opinion because you're my uh, buddy. Yeah, no, I think it's great um, that they're going to continue to support this with New Game Plus. It's a it's a game that, uh, you know, that I feel like people needed to get over the initial, you know, impressions of the game. <laughs> and mm -hmm. hopefully we're, we're, we're past that phase. I think there was like this thing of, I don't know, like, you followed the waves at the highs and lows of Callisto where it was all highs in the beginning. And then as we got closer, people started to find things that they wanted to pick apart with it. And then as it, it's funny, it's like they were excited for it to be just like dead space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it got knocked for being just like Dead Space. Yeah. And then they played it and they're like, it's not enough like dead space. So it's like, it's like ultimately came down to the fact that people just wanted to play dead space apparently yeah. even though like they were excited about this one um and so yeah it's i i, I never really had an issue like when it when it, once i heard it described as more of a, a melee like I, I don't know if it's melee focused but once i heard about like that the melee is like kind of very prominent in the gameplay it's definitely like, melee focused yeah like um you know, I haven't played it, so I can't really say if it was good or bad. But I'll say this: like, I am happy that they decided not to just, you know, carbon copy Dead Space. Like, they they tried to do something different. Whether or not it it was executed well, it seems like from the positive, like um, reviews or at least like uh, impressions that I've heard, people have basically said like it's a good foundation. Um, and now let's see where they go with it to, you know, to fix some of the things that we, that people had issues with in the, in this one. So it seems like people didn't necessarily dislike it. They were just, you know, they were possibly expecting more, but then there's also like this thing of like, but if they put out a new one and they address certain things then they'll be right back in the saddle. So with that, um, I think it's good that they're at least doing new game plus so that um, I'm sure there are people who are enjoying this game or they're eventually maybe quality of life and improvements might get it to the point where the people who are on the fence with their first impression might come back and really enjoy it in the new game plus. And so as long as it, it gets the continued support, um, I think that the game could maybe get to a place where people allow it to, you know, breathe its own air as opposed to, you know, sitting in the shadow of dead space and trying to work its way to that prominence so and plus I, I feel like dead space you know it'll be out soon what next week so by then they can scratch that dead space itch in the remake and then maybe Callisto will finally get like it's its own it's its own moment to shine without having to live in the shadow of, of that game so I mean, we shall see 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, not mad at it at all. Let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic, topic of, of the, the week. week. Uh, we got some more good news, A-Dub, in that we can now start looking to a release window to a a game that was on our list for you know anticipated games of 2023 but it was in the um you know it was at the end of the show which was the section of games that have been announced but haven't been given a release date so we we were kind of hoping that it might come in 2023 but at least we now know that it's coming out and it will be in 2024 So this coming, um, you know, by way of IGN, developer Game Science has announced that its Chinese folklore RPG Black Myth Wukong will be released during summer 2024 in a wild new trailer. The bizarre two-minute short film shows a young rabbit trying to install the game on an out-of-date PC before it finally falls apart and then ah. forced to buy another. Uh. Uh, upon finally installing the game however only a countdown clock appears and years later the aged rabbit finally gets to see black myth wukong in action yes so it's uh i don't know it's uh it's it was their way of announcing the date but while also i guess poking fun at you know the process of announcing a game and it, and it eventually getting to the hands of the the consumer um because that's how it goes they announce games and then you wait and people people get older and it finally comes out um and so yeah um, they, they need to read the room amc yeah <laughs> yeah exactly they, they don't see the pitchforks they do <laughs> so um yeah we at least know it's coming summer 2024 so we at least we have an idea of the release window and when we can start setting our expectations for this game to come a dub how do you feel about this game coming out next year and not in 2023 well i mean we we've got what by all accounts looks like a heavy hitter we got it we slowly got the 2024 calendar beginning to fill out i think we got a what celeste 2 is also 2024 so well not celeste 2 the next game from the makers of celeste might get might get wolverine in 2024 get wolverine so damn it's it's coming into shape <laughs> more we get into it it's coming into shape we already got a big gear this year you know we got that microsoft show coming in just a few days we got Forspoken and dead space releasing next week we got shit happening it's gonna be great getting getting a show for starfield at some point so then things are taking shape things are looking up we got lots to look forward to we got black myth wukong Oh, thought it was just a tech demo. Oh, the Chinese games aren't real. Okay. All right. So now once Black Myth Wukong gets closer to release and then we finally see the finished product, and hopefully it's as good as it looks, then people can start shutting up with their Chinese game bias as if these games <laughs> never get made or never come out. So, yeah, this is awesome. It's definitely something. It, I mean, a new IP. Clearly a Souls-like type of game, but going to have a different vibe, a different look, different, just a whole different experience altogether. So I'm looking forward to giving this one a shot next year. Yeah, I'm pumped. All right, well, let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. What you got to do? I got, I got a little bit of bad news. Okay. This is for the this is for the Marvel fans out there. Uh, for, the, for the Square Enix fans out there. Uh, <laughs> for the Crystal yes. Dynamics fans out there. Uh, 
So <laughs> <laughs> according to IGN, Marvel's Avengers is being delisted in well, not delisted, but support for Marvel's Adventure. Marvel's Avengers. Why is that so hard to say? Support for Marvel's Avengers is coming to an end. Yeah. So in the tweet that they made that links to another article, it says that support will discontinue on September 30th, after which digital purchases will no longer be available. All solo content will continue to be playable after support ends and multiplayer will also remain available. So if you got it, you can continue to play it. But if you don't got it, you're on a time limit. Uh, Crystal Dynamics don't plan to release any new stories, features, or heroes. Making update 2.7, which added the Winter Soldier and the Cloning Lab Omega Level Threat, the final content release for Avengers. Spider-Man will remain a PlayStation exclusive. The final balance update will be 2.8, which will release on March 31st. Afterwards, Crystal Dynamics says it will turn off the cosmetics marketplace and credits will no longer be purchasable. Credits balances will be converted into in-game resources and all cosmetics will be made available for free. AMC, as someone who has never played the Avengers and never had any intent to play the Avengers, how do you feel? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. One, it's kind of funny that I completely forgot about that whole Spider-Man, that Spider-Man was in the game. Because they, remember, there was that whole stink, like pre-launch, like, oh, Spider-Man's... We're being punished. Yeah. <laughs> and now so it's like, yeah, nobody nobody wanted to play this game anyways. Nobody cared yeah. about... Like, <laughs> like, it's always like, people get upset and it's like, just just wait for it to play out a little bit. You might not yeah. be upset when it really yeah. when it really comes time to spend money on the game, you might not be upset. <laughs> so once again, it's just a, rem a reminder of people getting upset about something that in the long run didn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So they basically supported it for about two years. Yeah. Um, came out, yeah, it came out September 4th, 2020, and it'll be ending September 30th, 2023. Um, yeah, so they put their support into that game. It is what it is. Uh, you know, like I did hear some people play it. I think the homie Don played it and he said it mm -hmm. wasn't bad, but he, like, you know, it, it wasn't also a forever game. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one of those things with the uh, live service games, I feel like, is that people kind of you know they they push back as like as it's hubris from the developer it's like oh you're gonna get a game that i'm only gonna play for the rest of my life uh like let's yeah. see you try that <laughs> and so like and so like when the game is like not supported three years three years later by the way not like it was like they dropped it after a year they, they yeah. supported it for up to three years this They're is like, what happens <laughs> yeah i saw this coming <laughs> like, <laughs> i told you yeah it's, it's like one of those things like like you can't say that like they didn't give it like you know they didn't give it the old college try they they put black panther in the game they put yeah. you know winter soldier they got hawkeye they they added the character so they tried to get you to play it yeah exactly um and so yeah it's you know they they gave it what they could it just didn't you know execute and not every marvel game is going to that's why it's great that there are so many we got spider-man coming i got marvel midnight suns already purchased um oh, i forgot about that yeah. Say, Dub needs to get nah, Force Spoken comes out next week. Yeah, I, 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 I on the prize, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I just cleared three games from my backlog. Stay on this clearing games mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah so um yeah it's just uh yeah so not every game is gonna necessarily hit but you know by all accounts like from what i know it wasn't like it was like a complete like just trash game like it's mm-hmm. just it, it was what it was people played it and then they they stopped playing it um so yeah like that that's all i really gotta say they i'm just happy that they supported it up until this point and by the way like i'll say this too that it's kind of muddy this situation like it's not as simple as people just didn't play this game and so they canceled it and that's because you have to keep in mind that square enix they published this game had crystal dynamics develop it then they sold crystal dynamics to embracer group so technically crystal dynamics is with embracer group at this point Mm -hmm. but i'm guessing uh square enix still owns the rights to marvel avengers so it's like they have a studio that they no longer own supporting a game that they do own so i'm sure that that like also probably maybe accelerated the process to ending it because it's like well we don't have this studio in our you know in our stable anymore but yet we want them to still work on this so now we have to work with embracer group to figure out how that's all going to play out so i'm sure part of the acquisition was just like you know this game is probably we're going to push it aside like now <laughs> and so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sure like it like yeah if it, if it was like doing fucking you know gta online numbers then obviously they would continue to support it but i'm also i'm sure that they looked at it and if it was like a thing where people are playing it but is it worth this headache at this point and there's, there's not enough people supporting it at this point to you know to work with embracer to keep this game going with the studio that we no longer own um yeah that, that just makes it a lot more muddier and so i'm pretty sure that just accelerated the process maybe a little bit more than they maybe intended yeah and this is not indicative of all live service games are always online games if the game was selling tens of millions of copies and had tens of thousands of concurrent players every day then hey it might enjoy a longer life but mm. it ain't got that so why are you gonna keep putting money in something that you're probably not seeing money back from and that, now you can get all those cosmetics that were behind a paywall <laughs> well, but, but what about the people that already <laughs> spent money on it like that was that was their choice and their decision and hopefully they got the value that they that they pursued mm-hmm. when they bought it because they bought it when they bought it and you can keep playing it now and now, exactly. now now it'll be the great single player game that you always wanted it to be <laughs> yeah and now you can point and laugh at them while you get everything for free which is yeah. what you wanted to do anyway oh, but yeah. LOL. yeah so this is sad news but others have different opinions. <laughs> they see it as uh, their their clarion call, their their harbinger of things to come, their uh, their sign on the road to hell. <laughs> we got trouble of the week, 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 week. They're like they're like vultures, like just circling, waiting for the carcass to die. <laughs> so yeah. they can just pounce on it and <laughs> pick at its flesh. Like that's what ah, yes, I told, told you there was nothing here. Ah. <laughs> I saw it limping all the way back there a mile ago. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be the one. <laughs> First troll says, and only a matter of time before they shut the service down after that. Yeah. Good riddance to a mediocre Avengers adaptation nobody wanted and everyone warned them about. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted AMC. <laughs> everyone warned them about. Um, yeah. Quite a quite a few people wanted this game. Quite a few people got this game. 
quite a few people still play this game. And even more people are going to get it because they can get the cosmetics for free because that's all you really care about is getting a bunch of stuff Free. Free. You cheap bastards. <laughs> Next troll says Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Better be taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know nothing about how that game plays or how its content is integrated. Don't know if it already, you know, avoids the pitfalls that struck this game. Telling them to take notes. Yeah. Next troll says, what a miserable failure. Yeah. Next troll says, meanwhile, Sony is putting most of their money on more live service games. Oh, no. Yeah. It's because live service is the problem. Yeah. Never mind that some of the more successful games that are out right now, that are still out right now, after several years of being available, are just live service games so yeah. fortnite still going strong isn't isn't call of duty a live service game now that ain't going nowhere yeah, yeah. i mean shit. i can't think of any more than what destiny 2 that's still going mm-hmm. fortnite Fortnite. Sure, so. sure, sure pub still going on you got apex yeah so it's it's more a question of good games it doesn't matter what shape they take a good game will endure while a not-so-good game, not so much. Next troll says, keep the trash coming, Square. It's been a lot of fun watching all your live service nonsense crash and burn. Yeah. I'm very interested in how people are going to react when Square takes all the things they're learning from the from the games that don't stick and it just make that, that heavy hitter. It sets everything on its nose. Like, oh, I didn't, didn't think Square could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, too, like, Final Fantasy fourteen has, like, been killing it, like, as of late. Like, yep. it had, like, it resurfaced, and it was, like, one of those games that, like, people were, like, they couldn't call it their game of the year, but, like, it was such a comeback, a resurrection, if you will, that people were, like, talking about it as if it was a game of the year contender. (laughs) Usually when I talk to people about gaming that, you know, normally I wouldn't bother with, Final Fantasy XIV comes up. It's like, oh, been playing Final Fantasy XIV? It's like, really? Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. It's it's funny seeing the people who are into Final Fantasy XIV. Like, I did not peg you as a Final Fantasy person (laughs) at all. Yeah, so it's always always delightful to find one of them. People excited to see one of the Final Fantasy fourteen guys to w- work it on a Final Fantasy sixteen, <laughs> like the live service game. Yeah, that saved they'll save it. they'll save it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'll make sure it's good. Yeah, they had to pull one of the live service guys over to sixteen to make it a good game. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next troll says, <laughs> "I like to see live service games fail. Live service games are horrid." Uh. <laughs> Next show says they should have ended development as soon as they had the idea. <laughs> Next show says that's what they get for pushing the live service BS. <sighs> Next show says, yeah, it was a piece of shit. Good riddance. <laughs> Last show says everyone with common sense and eyes knew to stay away from this. Being another failed live service is the norm. Not the exception. 
I mean, being a failed game in general is still kind of the norm. A majority of games don't perform well. But you know what? You don't hear about them because there's so many good games that there's simply not enough time. Sooner or later, live service games are going to reach that point too. But at the same token, they might already be there because they're a part of the good games that endure. Get your head out your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it always falls back on the situation where people look at the ones that fail as if they're indicative of a genre, a, a particular type of game, or just the industry in general. Like, oh, so much crap. It's like, yeah, but why are you wasting your time on it? Mm-hmm. It's like you're, it's, it's like the people who go to like a barn and some people be like, oh, I'll never go in there. There's nothing good in there. And then other people go in there and like, oh, this, man, this is from like the 1940s. They only made like 800 of these. You can sell this for like $6,000. There are certain people who, I, like, I don't want to say the, I, I don't want to go back to the adage that one man's trash is the next man's treasure, but at the same token, it's like most of the people online see most things as trash, whereas someone else who's more open-minded and just less nitpicky will find something in what you call trash. It's like, no, this is actually pretty cool. Like, Yeah, it has these things going on or it doesn't have these things going on, but the core aspect of the game is right there. The art style is cool. This is a, this is a solid game. Like I'll, I, that's why I take chances on games that I see that have mechanics and art styles that appeal to me. It's like, okay, it's doing enough stuff that I like whereby anything else around it that maybe isn't up to par or isn't present, I can look past that because I just want what this little compact experience is within all that. And by taking that approach, I've been able to find some of the greatest games of all time. It's one of the reasons why I'm overly excited for Armored Core 6, because I played all the mainline Armored Cores as well as their expansions, say for Verdict Day. And yeah, it's one of my favorite franchises of all time, where other people look at it like, oh, it's a mech game. Oh, it has basic PS2 graphics. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But yeah, when you hear people saying that, it's like, okay, so you're just looking at this game. You're just seeing things that you don't like and you're resting on that. Whereas you're missing out on this completely incredible experience that's within it just because you can't get past the surface level shit. And, you know, it's the same thing that's going on for Spoken. People just looking at the world, like, oh, it's it's empty, it's lifeless. And to be fair, I've had similar criticisms from what they've shown, but that's because that's what they showed until they showed more. Then you start to see that, oh, these places that look like they're just there and uninteresting, they're actually points of interest. And when you go there, oh, there's encounters triggered, there's loot, there's story things involved, there's things you're unlocking, there's objectives. Like, there's... it. Things can look a certain way on the surface, but it's not until you actually get your hands on them and dive into them that you see, oh, wait a minute, there's something here. Because, like, what's the point of 
putting all this time and energy into a game like Forspoken or some other game and people are like, oh, it's empty and lifeless, if it's actually going to be empty and lifeless. Like these games have stuff going on, but you have to you have to surrender. You can't be so uptight and think you know everything. You have to go in and be like, all right, show me what you got. And sure enough, nine times out of ten, you go into a game like that, it's going to show you a bunch of things that you didn't know were there, that you didn't expect, that you didn't think you would enjoy, and you come away having a different experience than you assumed you would because you gave something a chance. So drop the bullshit, quit nitpicking, find something you like, focus on that. I'm not coming in looking for the perfect game. AMC is not coming in looking for the perfect games. Occasionally we find them. Because we're curious, open, and adventurous enough to be able to take a risk on a random game and see what it's got for us. Every now and then, you surprise yourself. So do yourselves a favor, take some chances, take some risk, spend a few extra bucks, and give some game a chance that you normally would thumb your nose at. You might surprise yourself. Uh that bullshit is always always venomous and always putrid. Yes, it it, it, is, it is virulent, it is noxious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's a it's a it's a point. <laughs> it's egregious. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next topic of the week. Ta- topic, topic of the week. Yeah. All right, let's get into, we have NPD Ada. We got that double NPD because we have not only December, but we also have NPD for the entire year of 2022. Interesting. So we'll lead off with December. Usually I do the top 20 for the month, but I'll do top 10 since we have a couple lists here. So uh, the top 10 best-selling games in the United States. As recorded by NPD number one, a dub for December, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, no surprise. Number two, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Number three, God of War Ragnarok. Number war, four, war, 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 war. Four, Madden NFL 23. Five, FIFA 23. Six, Sonic Frontier. Seven, still selling Elden Ring. Eight, I thought nobody wanted this game, a dub, but it's a new one. Need for Speed Unbound. Ugh. Oh, top yeah. two. Yeah. Hey, does still got to jump up in it. <laughs> I want to try to beat Need for Speed Heat before I get the get on the underground. Yeah, but so, yeah, we'll we'll see. What of of all the new games that came out in December, debuted the highest. Uh, oh. <laughs> nine Mario Kart Eight. Ten another new game, Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven Reunion. Um, we'll get the notables now. We'll jump all the way down to 17. We have an, uh, a new release, that being Callisto Protocol. And then 20 is Gotham Knights. So people still buying Gotham Knights. Oh, I, thought it, I, thought it, I thought it was going to die because it didn't have a 60 frames per second performance mode. thought it was <laughs> going to be bad because it didn't have Batman. thought yeah. it was going to be bad because it got the Court of Owls wrong. thought yeah. it was going to be bad because the gameplay looked like trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People still playing it, apparently. Um, let's see. Grimes is playing it. 
Yeah, the only game notable that wasn't on this list, and so I'm interested to hear about it because um, there's nothing mentioned, and that being Marvel Midnight Suns. I think it came out on the same day as Cluster Protocol, December 2nd. And uh, if they didn't have that card battle system. <laughs> if <it> was, <laughs> yeah, but not live service, so that didn't ruin it. Not uh, live service, <laughs> doesn't, have, doesn't have a battle pass. <laughs> Single player game. Yeah. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get it at some point. Maybe that'll get it on the list. Yeah, got it. I mean, one of the shows I listen to, um, one of the hosts has been, you know, all about it. People who listen to the show have been writing and saying that they're loving it. So maybe a game that people just they saw the card thing passed, and then once word of mouth gets up there, it might show up later. Um, let's see, top five from each individual console. Uh we'll start with Nintendo for December one, Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Two, Mario Kart 8. Three, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Four, Just Dance. And five, Sonic Frontiers. Top five for December on PlayStation 1, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, God of War, Ragnarok, Madden NFL 23, FIFA 23, and five, Need for Speed Unbound. Speed, 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 speed. Oh, Unbound, not Underground. Sorry. Yes. Um, and then December for Xbox, top five, one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Madden NFL 23, FIFA 23, Need for Speed Unbound, and five, Elden Ring. All right, so now we're going to get into the December and the year um, numbers. So let's see. As far as consoles go, hardware. For December, Switch was the best-selling units. PlayStation 5, well, whatever. And then PlayStation 5 <laughs> was um, best-selling when it comes to dollars. And then we have for for the year, 2022, Switch moved the most units, while PlayStation 5 garnered the most dollars. Jim uh, Ryan only cares about your money. Uh, charging <laughs> so much. Uh, that's $70 is a breaking point. <laughs> Let's see. So now we have the top. Um, yeah, we'll do all 20. Top 20 best-selling games for the year 2022. So number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. No surprise there. Two, held on. Elden Ring 3, Madden NFL 23, 4, God of War Ragnarok. Only came out in November and finished fourth. So strong showing. More there, AD, that, that I'm going to point out later of the strength of God of War Ragnarok. Let's see. Five, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Six, Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Seven, FIFA 23. Eight, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Nine, Horizon 2, Forbidden West made the top 10. 10. MLB The Show 22. Now I'm just rattle these off. Mario Kart 8, still showing up. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, still selling. Gran Turismo 7 made 13 for the year. Kirby in the Forgotten Land 14. NBA 2K23. Sonic Frontiers. Gotham Knights charted for the year. Minecraft. Nintendo Switch Sports. And Smash Brothers Ultimate <laughs> to close out the list. So those Switch games just still selling years after they came out. Now we're gonna read the uh, the top games for each individual console, except for PlayStation, because this is interesting. All right, so number one on Nintendo, their best selling game for the year, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, for Xbox, their number one selling game for the year, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. So for PlayStation, no surprise, best selling game of the year, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Now this All is where right. it gets interesting. A dub number two, God of War Ragnarok. 
And then Ooh. three, Elden Ring. So Elden Ring came out in February. In two months, God of War outsold Elden Ring on the PlayStation. So that's Dang. just that's so the Elden Ring. I mean, oh, God of War. <laughs> yeah. If it was multi-platform. <laughs> but it's also, yeah, it's like, it's that thing too where, you know, I'm not hearing a lot of chatter, but that is always a thing that people always talk about. Like, oh, I'm not hearing a lot about like, you know, Horizon or I'm not hearing a lot about whatever game it is. Not hearing a lot of chatter about God of War, but secretly or like, yeah quietly god of war ragnarok is just killing it sales wise so mm-hmm. good for them A-Dub. i mean speak on that speak, yeah speak on call of duty uh, if you have any opinions on call of duty being the best-selling game elden ring holding on to be the second best-selling game of the year any thoughts on any of that stuff I mean, people keep foretelling that every new call of duty is the end of call of duty <laughs> you know oh it's it's free to play it's done it's like still going bro and then yeah god of war systems system seller mm, exactly. just all of you oh this is the worst god of war it's not as good as 2018 it's not as good as the originals they should go back sales don't lie bro it <laughs> outsold elden ring on playstation like that In that makes <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense so as much as everybody wigged out and how the industry is going to change forever because of Elden Ring. Like, God of War is right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. Just moving them units, moving them consoles. Say what you want about the direction. Say what you want about the story, about, oh, this, this isn't my Kratos. <laughs> it's a lot more people's Kratos than yours. So <laughs> deal with that. Yeah, I can't wait to see where they pivot towards with Sony Santa Monica unless they, they continue, but I'm assuming they're going to take a break from God of War. I sincerely hope they do not make another God of War anytime soon. It's yeah. it's time for a new IP from Sony Santa Monica. I want to see, I want to see science fiction, man. Um, like we got a whole lot of fantasy over the last couple generations. I want to see that swing back to science fiction. Like we got Callisto, we got Dead Space, and, you know, Anno Mutationum. We're going to get Endless Dungeon. And so there are Starfield. a number of sci-fi games coming out, Starfield. And yeah, so I just want to see more of that. We got a new Mass Effect coming. I can't wait for that. See how they bring the series back to form. And yeah, man, it's... We, we, it's a lot of good stuff going on. Games, selling, all that nonsense you hear online doesn't mean <laughs> anything because they don't know what they're talking about. They're trying to tell these companies how to run their business. They're trying to tell them how to develop their ideas. They're trying to tell them what game designs to avoid and, and to go toward. But it's like, bruh, if the stuff you wanted made money, it would be made. <laughs> but it's not. So the writing's on the wall. Like, just let the market do what it's going to do. Support the things you like. Avoid the things you don't. And keep your mouth shut about it. Talk about the shit you like. <laughs> just in in a number of years, I can't even pinpoint, like, the exact range. But I remember when online message boards were optimistic and, you know, insightful and, you know, offering awesome opinions and impressions about things and now it's just like like this this is gonna fail this is gonna get delayed jim ryan's a cuck (laughs) (laughs) it's just so tiresome man there's so much more to celebrate than there is to hate well technically no there's way more to hate than there is to celebrate but there's so much to celebrate that there's no time to hate so let's just stick with the love 
Hit it, love it, the underdogs on time. <laughs> Don't go shine home to my heart step. Yes. Um, all right, so let's move on. Next topic of the week. Topic of the week. She got it done. Absolutely nothing. Yes. All right. Um, well, we could do this one real quick. We we didn't get to it. Um I guess yeah, we didn't get to it last week. Xbox Bethesda will be having an event incoming later this month. Yeah. Uh, on IGN, well, announced through Xbox Wire, the event will start at 12 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. UK, yada, yada, yada. What's the date? On January 26th, so this week. Oh, 26th. Okay, so it'll be the end of the week. I thought it would have been a little earlier, but, you know, it'd be a nice way to go into the weekend. Yes. Uh, more details. So to, to set your expectations... A Starfield standalone show is also in the works, meaning it won't feature at the developer direct. But Xbox and Bethesda still have plenty to show off for what's coming in a busy 2023. We shall see. Um, let's see. Uh, four games have been confirmed to star so far with Elden Ring, Elder, Elden Ring, Elder yeah. Scrolls, <laughs> Elden Ring Scrolls. Yeah. Oh, God, that would be unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online, Minecraft Legends. Forza Motorsport and Redfall. New gameplay and details will be revealed for Forza Motorsport and Redfall, while Minecraft Legends will get an inside look at the PvP portion of the game. Xenomax Online Studios director Matt Fuhrer will also mm-hmm. reveal 2023's major chapter update for The Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, oh live service mm-hmm. game going. Oh, still doing it. Subscription game. <laughs> oh, no, it's free to play. My bad. Yeah, but live series. Um, for real event will also follow uh the developer director. So yeah, um yeah, so we see here the four games that will be showcased. Elder Scrolls Online, Minecraft Legends, Forza Motorsport, Redfall. Uh I know your your focus will probably be on Forza Motorsport, but what do you think about this uh so far? And then the the idea to hold off and do a separate focus showcase of Starfield as opposed to showing it with all these other games. Well, I feel like if Starfield is getting its own showcase, and that must mean that for whatever reason they delayed it, there's going to be at least a somewhat noticeable difference between what they showed us last year and what they're going to show us for this upcoming, hopefully, new release date. And yeah, so I'm excited to see what the Xbox engineers were able to do with Starfield. It'll also be interesting to see what those changes are just to better understand why they made the decision to delay it in the first place because we got a we got a lengthy gameplay demo of starfield so to get another lengthy one it's going to be pretty easy to know like oh they changed that they changed that that looks better this is different why is that not there anymore (laughs) and you know that that's going to be what the internet is awash with when they finally do that show but so that's the breakdown there insofar as the show that's coming this week uh, my attention is actually going to be split. Um mm. going to be every bit as interested in Forza Motorsport 8 as I am in Redfall. Uh, I believe we told you guys on a previous show that we got news from Arcane, basically clarifying what Redfall is and what players can expect. Um, originally, at least for myself, I saw something that gave me Left for Dead vibes. And the developer directly addressed that and Basically, Redfall is less left. It's not left for dead. It's more Far Cry. So as you guys probably know, I'm 
a pretty good Far Cry fan. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan. Like, I skipped Far Cry 4. I had no interest in the expansions for, for 3 or 5 or 4. Didn't play Far Cry Primal. But Far Cry 5, I worked my way all the way through that. I think that's the only Far Cry I've beaten. Uh, Far Cry 6. Giancarlo Despacito, that's a, that's a big draw. My man Moff Gideon. Got to give some support. My man from school days, my man, my, my Gus friend, got to give him that respect. But Far Cry 6, it just, it didn't, it didn't do enough to really gain my attention. So I skipped that one as well. I'll be hopefully seeing something I like in Far Cry 7. But just, I do enjoy that Far Cry game design and that gameplay loop. So if Redfall is that, but with, with vampires and with special abilities and basically different classes that you can choose from with the characters. That's something that I can be present for, something that I can support. I know that just by people's impressions that the games that Arcane makes play very well. So I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I wasn't particularly interested in Dishonored nor Deathloop. However, Deathloop seemed more up my alley because it was more of a had like roguelike elements, at least that's the way it seemed. And it was also described as a murder puzzle. And I just like little weird things like that. So <laughs> if if Redfall is doing this, then yeah, uh, that's something. Now I'm like paying attention to Redfall, whereas it was just a game that I knew of before. Uh, Forza Motorsport 8, as I told you guys at the top of the show, GT7, Forza Motorsport 8 is the game that I'm ready for, and it's what I'm going to be doing, my my one-to-one comparisons with the Gran Turismo franchise based on. like Before, I would just make light comparisons based on Forza Horizon 5, understanding that it's more of an arcade racer and more of just like a get in there and have fun type of thing. I like to get in there and have fun. However, my fun is derived from things being more realistic and basically having more factors to consider and just squeezing out that next level of skill I need to be successful. So I'm always looking for a game that provides a greater challenge. I'm always looking for a game that, you know, expects more of me. So yeah, hopefully Motorsport 8 will be one of those kind of games. And yeah, I'm going to be there either way on day one. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it because it's getting real. See, it's coming. It's real. What other games are they talking about showing in the showcase? Uh, Elder Scrolls Online and Minecraft Legends. Yeah, fuck both of those. Yeah. So I'm only going to be looking for <laughs> some Motorsport 8 <laughs> and Redfall. Uh, main interest on Motorsport 8, but Redfall, it, it just depends on where the release dates fall. So. You know, if they come out too close together, it's definitely going to be Forza Motorsport 8 over Redfall. However, if one or the other comes sooner and I can get through it, or just at a time where I feel that I have the space necessary to get through it before the next major release on my card, then I'd be willing to give both of them a shot in the respective time period. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a bit more sensible, trying to be more reasonable. Got plenty of games in my backlog. I got plenty of PS Plus games. I just downloaded the Mass Effect trilogy, the, the legendary edition uh, to my there. PlayStation. Yeah, it's just <laughs> sitting there. Look at everything. It's like, don't you want to be a Spectre again? Uh, don't you don't you want to bang Miranda again? Uh, <laughs> she's so bad for me, but she's so good for me. <laughs> I only need her to be good for one night. <laughs> 
disclaimer, we here at Control Issues do not believe, condone, or support misogyny or sexism. However, we think it's very funny. So we make jokes about it. Yeah, I think if I went. Uh, if you can't tell the difference, you're going to go to hell. Yeah, I think I went Miranda one and then, uh, was it like uh, Liara? <laughs> I might have gone in another one. Like, because I did, I think two I played through twice. You went with Liara, huh? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, I went with Liara. <laughs> uh, you know, make them little smurfettes. I see you. And then, uh, who was the, who was the girl where you couldn't see her face? <laughs> that was Tali. Yeah, Tali was the one. She was, she was almost there. And then there was there was there was a there was a short consideration for the uh the, the one with the buzz cut <laughs> tatted up. Jack. Yeah, there's a second. <laughs> you know what? I had absolutely no interest in her. And I tell this story all the time, but just not from this angle. But I had no interest in her until one mission where and this is in the game. We're fighting and there's just these giant mechs coming at us and shit. This is like, damn, we are just getting pinned down. We get pinned down in the warehouse. I'm taking cover in the back. Got Tali and Jack up front. Jack comes out of cover as one of the giant mechs comes in and is just busting a shotgun in his chest. Like it was shooting me. I fell back. I got in the cover. She got in front of it and basically died. She gave her life for me. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> All right, girl. I see. I see where your heart is. <laughs> but yeah, in Mass Effect One and Two, though, I I stayed true to my relationship with Tali. Got got her picture on my desk on the Normandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, do you have anything else, a dub, before we call um, it? Day? I'm just. I'm I'm dry. I'm just no juice. Yeah, no All right, well, this is Control Issues. I had the AM. This is We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Sucker.